Okay, we have officially started episode four, or no, episode five, guys. Five. Hi. We're actually trying this. We're trying this out because um, it is the holidays, and we are located in different areas, and so we thought we'd try this out. So forgive us if there's any connection issues or anything like that. Welcome back to Keep It Foxy. If Hello. you guys have visited us, if not, if you're new, welcome. Uh, I'm Emily. Laura. And I'm Lisa. And we're all here. I'm so excited. This is so I weird. Know. I know. Um, Emily is like 2,000 something miles away. Is that right? Yeah, 3, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm in Miami right now. <laughs> or Naples. And we'll all be there next week. Which mm-hmm. we could probably do it in the same room then. Yes. Yep. So today we'll be talking about um, <laughs> triggers. And to be honest, we're all kind of nervous to talk about this because it's a tricky subject. But we have a lot of good information. Mm-hmm. It's a triggering uh, subject. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what, how do we get started? Um, it's so different not being in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> not gonna lie. Very different, but we gotta do it. So yeah, we're gonna keep going. So, um, how should we start it? Should we talk about basically to, to see it? Yeah. Yeah. So basically I was um, scrolling through my feed and I, some post about triggers popped up and then I sent it to them because I was like, Hey, this would be a super cool topic. Um, it's something that everyone goes through and everyone learns to deal with. And so we were like, okay, let's talk about it personally and kind of like talk about what we do. Um, and how, like what we've experienced. Um, so, like, I think it would be good to start with, like, w- explaining what triggers are for each one of us or something like that. Something like that. Mm. So, Emily, um, what is tri- triggering you? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you just, like, called her out. Right into it. <laughs> Emily, okay. do you want to go first? Yeah, I have a lot of triggers. I have triggers because of um, things that happened in my childhood. And then I have triggers because of my past relationships, just stuff that happens that um, unfortunately have like, you know, they just trigger things that happened to me in my childhood. And then I blow up or something. Well, I used to. And then I learned how to like handle and like go about it. Um, I, I love how I'm not being specific. I'm triggered yeah. with dishonesty. I'm triggered with alcohol. I'm triggered with um, betrayal. Mm. Um, and I'm triggered with like disrespect, specifically with words. Um, Is it bad if I say I agree with all of that? Like, <laughs> I, I feel the same. Like, you took some of those words right out of my mouth. Really? Yeah, like the alcohol, dishonesty, betrayal. Yeah, I think for me, for me, one of the most like daily kind of ones is like the. Um, I have this whole thing where like my brain can't comprehend if if I'm being respectful to someone if they, like, talk to me and with rude words like curse words or with like mm. some demeanor back. I'm always like, 
my I like shut down. I'm like, I don't understand. Like my brain doesn't understand. So you don't like, react? <clears throat> so I used to react like really badly. Mm-hmm. But then I've learned to literally say, which we'll talk about this, but I've learned to literally just say, I'm not interested in being spoken to that way. <laughs> Interesting. That's good. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good chill. way to yeah, what are your what are your guys' tr- triggers? Laura, what is um, your triggers? Well, what are she, yours? She did say a couple of them um, already. Like I said, the uh, someone who like heavily drunk men specifically who are aggressive is right. a trigger. Like I used to bartend, and I and and I grew up with a father who was kind of aggressive. <laughs> when he would drink uh, verbally mm-hmm. and you know dealing with my ex who was also extremely aggressive when he would drink um and then like I said bartending I just feel like men specifically women too but it's like less triggering but men who are really drunk and saying things that I know are not very intelligent or in the right mind it really freaks me out and I kind of like get very uncomfortable like my my body will start to react like I will feel like genuinely triggered to my core like I I feel like this feeling of like unsafety did you always know to um, recognize that your body started to feel it first or was that something that you like kind of found out about yourself um, I would probably say it took time to realize that, um, the body part after the recognition mm. that it was uncomfortable, like, uh, on a, like, mental level. I think that it started to become apparent that I rejected it, like, physically. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... I think that's one of the biggest telltales of knowing what your triggers are, too. So you think right, they come from... Sorry, you think they come from when you were younger? I think so. I think that triggers can be created at any time in life, um, but more yeah. more so, def- I mean, I would say definitely in your childhood and adolescence is like when most things are, most beliefs and thoughts are solidified. Right. Well, not solidified because you can change them at any time, but they become unconscious. So I think that a lot of them are when you're younger. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Lisa? So I thought about it. And okay, so for sure, like people, I hate disrespect. It's like something I like hate. So same uh, thing as you, Emily, like disrespect, like with words, like nobody can curse at me. It's like there is no way, no matter who you are, best friend, family i don't care you don't curse at me i don't care <laughs> and especially for my one. friend or my family it's even worse yeah. i'm like what no no, no. it's like why so, no yeah so this is something that like really triggers me and i get very upset about it and i thought about it too i think that okay so when i i, I don't think it's the case anymore because now i kind of became like aggressive in a way but when I used to, be, like, when I was young, I remember once we were at a party 
and I was maybe in middle school, I think. And my friends, they fought together, but like they were like screaming at each other. And my parents used to fight a lot uh, with words, and they would become bad. And so I remember that night when my friends were like fighting and like screaming at each other, I got scared and I like got really triggered to the point that I like panicked. Mm-hmm. And I started like crying and like shaking, and I was like, "Please stop! Like, stop arguing! Like, stop screaming at each other! Like, I can't handle it." Wow! And mm-hmm. Then they stopped screaming because like they saw how bad I reacted, and I as a kid, like for sure, like people screaming at each other and fighting was like a trigger. Mm-hmm. But I think another trigger that I have is like, uh, I don't know, I think it's a trigger, I'm still thinking about it, but I think it's a trigger, but in a way that it's stressing me, um, money is a trigger. Oh, mm-hmm. wow, that's a good point. Like, like lack? Yeah, like money, is because like I've been raised in a way that you got to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And because my parents, they started from nothing and they created their own company and they made a lot, a lot of money like this. And and then like my dad kind of lost, lost a lot of it. So it's like always finding a job in terms of money, never in terms of like your passion. <laughs> like me dancing is not the right way because it's not making money. Like... And me, every time I'm like, I'm like really about, it's not a good thing and I know it and I'm trying to like calm it down because I'm all about money and I'm all about like, I'm always scared. Like if I'm scared to spend, I'm scared to do things, like it's really like triggers me. It's like if I don't, I don't know, it's weird. I really get stressed out about it, like bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're alone with that. I think money is no, probably a, a huge trigger for a lot of people. Yeah, I guess I kind of feel that too. Um, well, I... Spending it wisely mm-hmm. is, is like a trigger. But also the same. Like, I feel like people will... I feel like my parents have been very supportive, but they're like stability over everything yeah you know so even if you have to do something you dislike a lot like you have to you have to just do it yeah i'm always like i'm not gonna settle Mm -hmm. so i i fight with that but um but it's it's been tough i mean also marriage i feel like that i didn't realize that was one for me but i feel like finding my person is definitely a trigger really sing (laughs) how do you mean yeah because I don't know. I just think I was raised in a way where, like, the emphasis is on, like, family. So mm. I have to think about, like, dating someone who, like, fits that role. And I had to realize that it's okay if I, like, date people just to date them without thinking about, like, oh, like, just not thinking about it that deep. And then I literally had a big shift where I, like, I'm not thinking about everyone in a way where it's like you have to find your person immediately like or else you're going to be alone or like mm. something like that. Interesting. Yeah. 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 That's I, tough. Yeah, I feel like I've never really <laughs> been one to rush. Like I can't relate to you guys on this one, I feel like because I never even thought that I wanted to get married. 
Oh, me either. I don't know people. I'm fine. I mean, I've had, you know, moments lately, you know, where I've reconsidered, but... Well, it's just hard. Like, I think who what I grew up around, like, everyone I know is, like, already having a kid and married. And yeah, I think but I grew everyone up around is that. their own way and timing. You know? I know. So I that's know, but triggering but for you, Emily? Yeah, it is, because it's been, like... Not not that I, like, want what they have, right. but it, the the way that I have been has forced me to really, like, own my own path and stuff. Because, obviously, like, when you're an adolescent, it's very hard to see the way that we think now. Right. And you and you really have, like, you. it's easier to be like, oh, yeah, like, we're all going to get married. We're all going to be in our weddings. And we're all going to be, like, having kids soon. Right. Like, it's a belief. Like, that's... Yeah, like it's all you talk about but then when I moved away it was like no like actually I can focus on me and my own career and like I don't have to do all that yeah mm-hmm. I, but I think it really is a thing like people are like you're not married yet like, and it's like for me like obviously now I'm like proud I'm like no you're no. so young like, no, too. I'm not. Just like wow people are questioning why you're not married yet that's insane to me yeah I mean definitely times have changed but yeah. for sure like a big majority of the people that I grew up around are like either married or have a kid. That's the same with the people that I went to um, school with back in the day. They're all married with kids, but it's so funny because a lot of them (laughs) married like who they were with in high school. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. See, (laughs) I had too much like anxiety. I was like, nope. I, there's no way that my person is going to be within five miles of me, so I have to go see if they're maybe in Europe or maybe in... Like, I always <laughs> thought that. I was like... <laughs> she's like, she's going to travel the world to find her soulmate. Seriously, though. I've said <laughs> that, too. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like I may meet my soulmate out of the U.S. Who, who really knows? Me too. I mean, soulmates... I literally always said that. I don't like the, the use of soulmate as being, like, only one person, because I feel like... It's I feel several like, people. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like us three are soulmates. Don't you Aww. guys feel like I'm your soulmate? <laughs> That's so cute. I feel like. We're like. I'm nothing. We're like twin flames. Twin, twin flames. flames. As oh long as we're God. not uh, toxic partners or toxic uh, relationship, <laughs> that's fine with me. Oh my God, Emily. Twin flames. That's a whole. Okay, if we're going to talk, if you're going to mention twin flame for like two seconds, a lot of people don't believe it. It's it's debatable, but like a twin flame is a trigger like no other. Your twin flame is supposed yeah, to trigger you more than any person on this earth. That's so who is your twin? Who is your twin flame? Ah, flame. Who's my twin flame? Yo, I can't tell you. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> juicy, juicy. <laughs> I mean, it's debatable. Like I have theories, but it's it's still like it's an unknown thing. Still a question. How do you mark. feel like you? What? Still a question. So, but you do feel like at least like you've met them. I feel like I might have, yeah. Damn. I feel like, yes. I thought I met them a long time ago, but I think that that was, there's something called like a a false one, a false twin flame that like prepares you for your real one. Mm Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the twin flame is supposed to trigger you like crazy. 
It's like, who knows though? Hmm. <clears throat> That's more on the spiritual side of triggers. <laughs> right. Right. But um, should we talk? So, what should we say next? Let's talk about like how how um let's talk about harmful versus helpful responses to our triggers and like what that might look like okay that sounds good i feel like typically when someone invalidates you or isolates you or tells you you're overreacting or when someone is like actually you're bringing this up about you but let's make it about me Mm mm-hmm um, I feel like those are always projecting, and then I also, yeah, or gaslighting, yeah, so manipulation, being defensive, right. overly defensive, yeah, and that just goes with like, you know, when you're gonna get into something with anyone, literally, <clears throat> it can be like a friendship or a relationship or anything. Like you have to be or in like a, good a work place to, thing. yeah. So many people have so many shitty work relationships because i think people really i think this comes down to having an emotional intelligence like we we were talking about earlier i just feel like knowing how to face your triggers is so crucial because it's going to show up in every relationship in your entire life like every relationship in one way or another like if you don't deal with your triggers you will be doing yourself a disservice, I think, in life, you know, because you won't. So. Yeah, they're gonna keep bothering you until you decide to do something about it. Yeah, okay, so like, how I have a question. So, how do you guys know you feel triggered? I think that you okay, I think there are red flags, <clears throat> and whether you choose to listen to them is your prerogative and I think that sometimes people have to learn the hard way and like what me and Emily went through sorry to call you out but I think sometimes people have to learn the hard way to recognize what their triggers are but I do think that me and Emily used to talk about how badly we wanted to do a podcast on this subject because if we could talk to people about what we went through personally we can tell people things that we didn't know like red, yeah so there are red flags I think, so yes yeah, so what, yeah so like i think it's important to mention that like um that red flags are something that you literally learn to notice because at first if you're in a relationship or in something where it is um, harmful because people are not respecting your triggers or your boundaries mm-hmm. um, you have a hard time recognizing them and so for example Laura and I like met and then we we like created this friendship off of explaining to each other what was happening in our relationships and then it became like a the other person could see how the other person shouldn't be in this situation but us ourselves couldn't see it that way Yeah. so it started with that <clears throat> And then once you hear, you have someone telling you, like, oh, like, that's kind of messed up. Like, you shouldn't be dealing yeah. with that. Or that's actually gaslighting. Right. Then then you start to, to like, um, be in the moment when these moments are happening. And then you can notice either your physical responses or your mental responses. Or validated. For example, for me, yeah, for me, like, I know adrenaline is, like, I just, like, immediately get, like, a burst of, like, 
bad energy and and by that i mean like i become a one-track minded person like i cannot focus on anything else and i like i'm like fixated on like how to not feel what i'm feeling Mm -hmm. so you kind of um try and repress it yeah like but also now i know now that i'm like aware of my triggers then i'm like as soon as i feel the physical effects i'm like yeah i'm definitely triggered right you know and you can kind of like take yourself out of that reactive state by having that awareness right yeah by like knowing that my my thoughts are about to shoot like tons of negative either like possibilities or like self-talk and stuff and i'm Mm. like okay like that's not me like people could be projecting like don't you know right but it took us meeting and like even because i feel like both of us i'm not sure if you feel this way both of us didn't know at the time like that what we were like how we were being treated wasn't right like i think we were both like really it took me i think by the time i met you i'd already realized it because i'd been four years i think at that point i'd I started to recognize that it was wrong probably a little, I mean, too late, I would say, because I kept thinking it was me. Like, I was being so heavily gaslighted that it took me years to realize that that it wasn't me. It took me three years, I think. So it was about a year before I met you where I started to realize, like, this is not me this is this person and i feel terrible if he's listening and it sucks i'm sorry (laughs) that i'm talking like this but it is the truth so but and i think he knows that (laughs) sorry i just had to say that no yeah i mean that's fair i don't think that people have their own reasons why they were brought up and end up being that way as well you know right and i mean though people are all on their own journeys of healing because i feel like that is just human nature for us to all deal with emotional because i feel like it's just like such a learning experience and we're all kind of like almost winging it in a way on a day-to-day basis but i think that's why becoming really self-aware and knowing things like just having this this type of information beforehand is really helpful and can help us all like become better people because i think a lot of people are just running around not like being in touch with their emotions and i think that that's where triggers come from are like emotional deficiency right like repressed emotions so do you also feel like when you started to realize that it wasn't you, like what made you realize it? Um, to be honest, when I started to live my own, cause I mean, my dad had just passed like when we got together. So I was in a place where, you know, that I wouldn't usually be in. So I think that he caught me off guard in that. And emotionally I wasn't in the best place, I guess. And I think what helped me get out of or become more aware that it wasn't me was when I started to do things that I loved again. Like when I started, when I went to school, 
school was like a huge thing for me. It made me realize it got me out of the situation. Like, cause I feel like a lot of people, you mentioned earlier, the isolation thing. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes, and I guess it's pretty obvious now that we're talking about abusive relationships, but I think that, um, that you can get in an isolated situation. So I think being able to do things that bring you joy and, Mm-hmm. recognize your like strength as a person is what helped me realize it wasn't me that's cool so like going out and like doing things for you alone and stuff yeah just taking kind of care of myself that, like, again and not taking yeah. care of him because I was so focused on like wanting to help him mm-hmm. you know Lisa you've been quiet for a minute I'm listening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, But I felt like that that was a victim mentality on my part. Yeah. To to stay in a situation like that. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's important to say, I always wanted to say this because I think that it can be surprising to notice your triggers and what they are because you have to be really honest with yourself about like things that happen in your childhood adolescence or like even your adulthood but um I think it's like important to realize that it happens to everyone I think one of my biggest things was that like I always was like but like not me why would it happen to me like I I grew up in like a nice family like all this stuff I always was like that's not gonna happen to me but literally it can happen to anyone mm-hmm. oh for sure and sometimes that happens to people who did grow up in the, the best of homes it literally happens yeah. because I mean every like I said a second ago people are people nobody's perfect like even the best parents can cause trauma in their child in some form or another mm-hmm Right. And it's going to show up at some point. Like, nobody is perfect. We all are dealing with, like, some sort of trigger. You just have to accept. Right. Yeah, whether it be, like, feeling discounted, fearing, like, what might happen in the future, you know? How do you feel like you guys take steps to, like, I know Lisa, like, when we talked earlier, mentioned that, like, she changed a little bit and doesn't react immediately anymore yeah so i'm like so when i was like younger but okay so okay i just got an idea right now sorry (laughs) so it's funny because uh i just had this idea that my dad told me that when i was a kid i wouldn't talk um when i was upset and when i became and i know that when i became a teenager um, so middle school, high school, high school was really bad. Um, I was like very impulsive. I was like ready to fight if something, if I thought that something was wrong or that mm-hmm. if I was triggered about anything, mm-hmm. I will just like go into a like verbal, like vocal fight. I never like literally like fought, but my body like literally like responded as. Like, my body would, like, go for, like, physical fight. Really? Even, yeah, even if I never thought fought in my life. Like, never. 
but I would get so upset and like I'm very impulsive so I would get so upset that I would be vocal I would never curse though but I would be vocal because <laughs> that's I'm like not cursing and right. I would never curse but like I would be very very vocal but and I will be very mean that's like how I do it I'm like very mean Ooh, like you would um what I do hurt what I say that would be hurtful yeah you would like cut them Like, I don't know. It's just natural. Wow. It just comes out, and sometimes I wow. even black out when I'm upset. <laughs> oh my god! And I like, <laughs> yeah, like I swear, I'm like sometimes I like forget what I'm saying because I just I'm so like angry that I'm just saying things, and then mm. like people are like, oh my god, what you said? And I was like, I'm like, what did I say? That I didn't say anything wrong. Like what? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my god. Wow. So yeah, my like body would literally like answer like physically so I would like um I would walk towards the person and like one day I even like raised my hand and right. to someone because this person was cursing at me and that triggered me and I hated it and that was the worst thing to do so I like raised my hand towards like the chick of the person in front of me and then like someone screamed my name at that same moment and then I just like put my hand together and I left and I was like you better leave because you gotta go to the hospital so <laughs> I was a lot <laughs> but yeah and now I'm just like so now that I saw how bad I can get mm-hmm. and that when I'm like upset I am triggered I like I have no limits mm-hmm. and I can't mm-hmm. really control myself at some point now I'm like especially like work environment really taught me how to calm myself down to shut mm. my mouth because mm-hmm. I was like I didn't care and the work environment like taught me how to like shut my mouth because I would literally get in arguments with my boss and like get very very upset at him and tell him everything I thought oh and I would get in big arguments because I just don't care and right. so work environment really taught me how like to calm down and just stop arguing for a useless fight and mm-hmm. just stop wasting mm-hmm. my energy on things that don't matter mm-hmm. that much oh my god that's literally a very good yeah because sometimes it's just useless you're stressing yourself out mm-hmm. getting upset because you've been triggered but what's the point at the end you know right like realizing yeah, like, I think, whether or not this person yeah like i i It literally is like so true that when I think I had to realize that I was letting other people control my mm-hmm. emotions because I wasn't aware of my triggers and like handling mm-hmm. them. And I think it's because I'm like who I am, I was like, wait, someone else is managing me. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell no. That I is was the like, saddest thing no, no, for no. a human to like live. Like we all have our lives. Like, yeah. Giving away our power is yeah. like, it's so sad that we are not like aware of like more like taught growing up how to right I mean it's hard but like you know I feel like I had to be the person who had the Can last word that? Like, said something bad <laughs> Laura that's your house for sure <laughs> sorry everyone <laughs> so it's like that <laughs> it's so loud where I live it's ridiculous so it's all right that's yeah LA. we're working with what we got here having us all in different places so Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know I just think 
ever since that moment that I decided not to pour because I also realized I pour so much energy into it when someone gets me upset I was like drained yeah, you know and I was like no dude I gotta protect my myself and protecting myself sometimes is not reacting like sometimes reacting is for the other person right. it's not even for you but then they're wasting their energy because I know for example like this boss which I learned a lot with he knew how upset I would get and how quick it would be <clears throat> and he was doing this gas lighting thing and your boss Yeah, and he would say things to trigger me, so I would react. And at some point, I understood, and I was like, hell no. That is terrible. I know, but that's another topic. Yeah, but that's, that's people. <laughs> yeah, that's for another day piece. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but based, yeah, so, but, so for people who don't know, because I didn't know, gaslighting is essentially like a literal definition, because I didn't even know. <laughs> It's like manipulating a person to question their own thoughts or their memories or the events that are occurring around mm-hmm. them. You know, like convincing someone that the way that something is happening is the way that you see it and that they're completely right. wrong about how they feel. Like, it's like, no, the way you feel so wrong, you're exaggerating, you're dramatic, you're over, you're right. sensitive. That's like, even worse. Would you guys say for you to be subject to gaslighting do you think that you have to be in a victim mentality uh, what do you mean i'm just wondering if if these two go hand in hand do you think that in order to allow someone else to tell you or to allow to tell you like you're allowing this person to no honestly for me it was that i had faith that people don't do that right like i don't know how to explain that but i literally believed that everyone was I know. daily like trying not to be a bad human I... being like i grew up believing like <laughs> and then i had to quickly like unlearn i felt that too like when i first experienced it in my last relationship i had no idea what was happening like i literally didn't know because my previous boyfriend never treated me like that you know what i mean like i just it was so foreign to me and it was like a learning curve to realize that some people are like really good in calculating (laughs) oh yeah yeah and i will say like i'm not and i don't think we are judging that people you know could be doing this unconsciously but like i always say that like you know once you get to be an adult and you notice the flaws that you have, it is your responsibility yes. to fix them. So what we learn up to, like, from our childhood and adolescence isn't our fault, but it is our fault. To, it is our, like, duty mm-hmm. to correct it. So that's when I'm, like, like, I'm, like, blindly believing in someone that they wouldn't be, like, randomly, like, manipulating me because I think they have the self-conscious to, like, not do that but then i had to learn like no some people don't and that was like like an explosion of information for me i was like wait yeah i think that comes down to having emotional maturity yeah like i really do Um, i know that i keep bringing up the emotional aspect but i truly believe that triggers and emotions are like they're they're dependent upon one another Oh, yeah, they go hand in hand. Yeah. I think that if you mm-hmm. want to figure out, like, how to handle your triggers, I think you should figure out how to 
relate with your emotions and not repress them and feel them, not push them away, not discredit yeah. them, learn to sit with them, see them as trustworthy. Yeah, but the problem is so many people were not raised to even acknowledge I their know. emotions. That's like, when you know? sad. So they become like... <laughs> They become this like muted person who does things irresponsibly because they just don't know. It is know. so sad to me. They really just. Me too. I'm like, how how come well, we know? I think like <laughs> I don't know. You just learn. No, I think you just learn through life because I've been raised in a family that is very like cold mm-hmm. and doesn't show anything. It's like there is no sadness. There is no like. I mean, there were anger, but like. You, you don't express anything. And for me, it's... And I think that it was the same thing for my brothers to, like, just learn with life experiences. And either way, like, I just think that life experiences appears to you when it's supposed to, to teach you things as much as, like, people. And also, mm-hmm. I believe that one person might not be mean or like a bad person but I think that sometimes it's just a combination of two people that end up toxic but it doesn't mean that those two people will do the same thing with others Mm -hmm. you know what I mean right that's true that's like what I believe yeah and I will say that like not like obviously there's people that are healthy and stuff and like i've been in in a situation after my my um, last relationship that was toxic where like if i brought up something people made me feel like heard and safe and like super like okay no problem i hear what you're saying like let's talk about it and i was like at first i would always be like but but where's the fight? like where's the problem But it was like, or like, where's the blaming me? And it's like, no, there is none. Like, I hear right. you, I care about you. and like, like hearing what the person is saying? I won't do that again. If it, if it is within their means to like, if you're not asking for something that is like, you know, out of their means. Like, you can't be a controlling mm-hmm. person, but you can be like, you know, when you speak to me this way, when you use this kind of words, like, I get extra bothered. So can you not? people that are like no i'm not gonna do that what do you mean no f you you know where some people are like oh my god of course i'm sorry like that's just like yeah surprising but it's good (laughs) laura's laughing because i'm surprised (laughs) oh i thought you were laughing (laughs) she's like no now i am (laughs) but yeah i think cultivating intimacy with our emotions is is really important for humans to do yeah and i think the goal of for us to share these experiences is because sometimes you don't have that random friend you meet in flamenco class Aww. like i did or that's like me Laura by the did, way you know? <laughs> <laughs> that would be super random for someone to hear or Le- or lisa i feel like lisa helped me a lot through um certain oh, certain no, things no i was too. saying with the flamenco um, class thing like people might be like huh yeah, even yeah, I was like, and, what class? But yeah, like, <laughs> right? What? Flamingo. <laughs> it was so cute. Flamingo. Yeah, so hopefully if you hear something that you relate, if you've been questioning that, like, you don't know whether something, someone's being harmful or respectful or if it, they're gaslighting you, then 
Yeah, I just wanted to add something um, to know how to balance your emotions. Um, I'm saying that because it's still something I'm like working through, uh, working mm-hmm. with, on, working on. Mm-hmm. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think like knowing how to balance your emotions because just res- like if you're getting triggered and just as I said earlier, responding to like someone and like getting upset. It's not gonna. It's gonna. It's not gonna end up well, and it's not gonna mm-hmm. have any um, weight. I mean, it's not gonna be helpful. So, knowing when to like say something about it, and knowing how, like how, yeah, as we said earlier, like choose your words. Yeah, having an emotion like in language, like a language. Yeah, yeah. If you need like more time to uh to respond to it or you can just take a pause and not answer and just take more time and then go back to it when it's better and when you feel better with your emotions that's just what i wanted to add to finish right yeah to 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 like not respond super quickly to be like hey i'm actually gonna step away so i can like think about how Mm -hmm. i want to come off and like what i want to say super important i have a book recommendation Okay. It's called Emotional Intimacy and it's by Robert Augustus. And it's a comprehensive guide for connecting with the power of your emotions. I really recommend it for people um, while we're talking about this subject. It's it's really um, a fabulous book and it helps you get to know yourself and to better deal with triggers and to recognize your triggers and to to be a better you. <laughs> I just wanted to that. I love that. I feel like in every in every episode we we mention getting everything. It's no matter what I, the it's topic. True. Is. We always go back to like ourselves, taking care of ourselves, yeah. knowing ourselves. Because that's what we need. <laughs> this is what the world needs. People need to become more conscious. Like, and it starts with themselves. Like, if you're afraid to get to know you, like this whole world is. It's. I mean, we can all agree that our planet is like got some issues going on (laughs) you know and i think that it all starts with yourself yeah and then that one person changes that one person changes and then another person changes and it's just Mm -hmm. like it becomes global and i feel like the more people want to talk about these issues that before have been so repressed like dealing with emotions like emotional intelligence is just I feel like it should be taught in school. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I mean life is oh, like yeah. teaching you. Like why yeah, like why don't we have more like focus on this, you know, growing up? I think that it I think it should change, but we'll see. Oh yeah, I agree. I've, Laura I've always President. Said that too. Oh my god. <laughs> <Imagine>. <laughs> Can you guys imagine if I run for president? Damn man. You will be making notes everywhere. I will. Lists. <laughs> headache. Oh my god. I can't imagine. Or maybe I can. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. maybe I'll get on that. Oh my god. I'm ambitious. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Lisa and I will be like, yeah, we'll watch for President Curly. <laughs> I just don't want to pay for the subway if you get president. You're president. What? 
<laughs> I want to have benefits if you're president. Oh, for sure, girl. <laughs> I brought you. Great. Okay. <laughs> so I think that we're done for today. Yeah. Are we or are we not? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're done. Should we add anything else? Or do we? Think Happy that- holidays. Oh yes. Take care of yourselves, people. Definitely. Um, have a good holiday, whatever you mm-hmm. yeah. celebrate. And if you get um, triggered by your family, chill. Breathe. breathe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn, we were, in, we were together. in sync. Yeah. Just, they do say they do say your family triggers you can be yeah. one of your like. So take a couple moments to triggers. yourself if you need to. Like and don't feel ashamed or feel as though you're doing something wrong by honoring right. a moment that you need. Like as long as you you confront every situation like that with compassion, like there really shouldn't be a need for anything to escalate. Even if someone keeps coming at you, because I know some families may be like that, um, just try and stand mm-hmm. your ground, breathe, have a moment, keep cool. Yeah, you know, a cool like few seconds to think before you talk. Yeah, because I know a lot of people love that. probe and just stand true to yourself. And know that you're you're in the right by honoring what is best for you. Yeah, yeah, and that and that we're there for you. Like we're literally invisibly. There. Yeah, we're there. I mean, I you know. can DM yeah. us on on Instagram if you ever yeah. want to talk. Like we're there. We really would. I'm sure we would respond. Mm-hmm. So and it's not. I'm certain of She's like, I will respond. I will respond. <laughs> I need friends. But by, oh my god, I have plenty of friends. <laughs> I know. But I could use some more, probably. Who knows? Right. You never but know. But yeah, if, if someone triggers you, don't trigger them back. You don't need to. Yeah. Be mindful no. and loving. Yeah. Spread Yo. joy. Tis Spread the season. Love. Tis the season. Spread love. Spread love, tis the season. But wait, 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 before we go, we have to tell them our IG. Keep it, period, fuck. Dot fuck. Okay. So, yeah, keep it juicy and don't forget to keep it. Keep it. (laughs) Okay, love you guys. Oh my God. Okay, bye. Love you. Bye.